Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to The Blessed Journey. I am Adam Barillet and glad to be joining you for another week as we explore what is dancing around in our world, in our universe, and Mother Nature's beautiful gifts that we can incorporate into our life to help us align with what is happening with the energies around us. As you may have picked up from either social media or from listening to this podcast over the last few months, we're in a bit of a retrograde season where at the moment Pluto is in retrograde, as is Saturn, and Mercury is in retrograde for just a few more days as well. These three planets will be joined in the retrograde party by another planet on Sunday the 20th of June. This is Jupiter. Now, what do we know about Jupiter? First of all, one of my fascinating facts that I love about Jupiter is it is the largest planet in our solar system. And it actually has such a large gravitational pull that if it did not exist, all the other planets would be sucked into the sun. So we have to be very grateful for Jupiter and its presence, otherwise we wouldn't be here either. Now, Jupiter is named after the Roman king of the gods, and in Greek terms, he is known as Zeus. What does the planet Jupiter rule? Well, it rules expansion, opportunities, luck, and windfalls. When we work with Jupiter's energy, um, we meet new people, we create fresh contacts and alliances, and it opens up doors of opportunity. Um, this also supports growth, not just in our practical life, but also this mighty planet urges us to develop spiritually as well. So as we know, when a planet goes retrograde, it looks like it's going backwards in the sky. And when it goes retrograde, it tends to take its supporting energy away from us. And so what is can we expect when this Sunday Jupiter goes into retrograde? Well, it's going into retrograde until the 14th of September. And during this time, the planet's energy being withdrawn from the Earth, you may start to find support and interest from others starts to dry up, leaving you to get on with your own resources. You may find that income can decrease and sometimes unexpected big expenses arise as well. Now, if you rely on clientele for business, the phone may ring a little bit less during Jupiter retrograde. So, that all sounds like a bit of doom and gloom. You can start to go, uh-oh, we're in trouble. But rather than becoming anxious and stressed about this energy shift, you can actually use it to your benefit. This is a really great time to start establishing firm foundations and setting up new ways to be prepared for when support and interest returns in September. So basically, the action of Jupiter retrograde works to draw your attention away from frivolous and trivial matters um, and return to focus on what is truly important to you. What people, um, when people cancel and postpone plans, take advantage of this and complete some study. 
finish reading those books you've been collecting, or finalise that project that you've just been too busy to attend to. You know, we all live busy lives, and I think as we've been coming out of generally, um, out of the COVID lockdowns and everything like that, we've returned back to that busyness of life. And Jupiter's actually going to slide in here and bring us to this point where we're kind of halfway in the middle, where life is somewhat normal, and I know in different cities and countries it's going to vary but we've got a bit more freedom to go back to how we normally are but we don't want the pendulum to swing all the other way where we're crazy crazy busy and not enjoying the life we want so jupiter is actually going to take some opportunities away from us and allow us to get some things done and focus on what's really important to us as well Um, this is also a really great time to contemplate and explore your spiritual interests so Being from June to September, this is a really great time, especially for those in the Southern Hemisphere, as we're about to hit our winter solstice and go into the coldest months of the year. I find generally, you know, in Perth, Western Australia, it gets really, really cold at the moment in June. It's quite cold and the cold months kind of continue through July and August. So we're naturally the energy here on Earth as well in the Southern Hemisphere is encouraging us to slow down, to be quiet, to settle in that type of way. And Jupiter retrograde is also encouraging that as well. So if you're trying to push against that grain, you can just find that things aren't going to work quite your way as well. Now, If this period kind of leaves you wondering which direction to take next or where to focus your attention, adopt the mantra, what do I want? Take time each day to sit quietly and simply repeat the question several times. What do I want? What do I want? Now don't seek in that moment to find the answers. Just ask the question. And furthermore, allow the question to rest within your mind every day. Live with that question, move with that question, breathe with that question. Know that the answers will come. What do I want? You see, it's really interesting because often we we pursue what we believe we're meant to be doing, what society or our family or our partner or someone dictates what we should be doing. And Jupiter, being the king of the gods, he did what he wanted to do. So it's now time for you to discover what do you want to do? Because when we can find what our heart's true desire is, what our soul is craving to do, then we are getting in alignment with what we're meant to be doing on our spiritual expansion as well. So remember that during this Jupiter type retrograde time, if you keep this question of what do I want echoing in your mind, the answers will start to appear as experiences, circumstances or interactions. Now, some of these may be unpleasant, but these will indicate to you what you wish to move away from, in turn, narrowing down the answers of what you truly want. So this, again, like many retrogrades, can be taken at face level and going, ugh, how annoying. We've got this, you know, another annoying retrograde. What are we meant to do with this one? It's going to ruin something else in my life and make life hard again. But no, we can take advantage of that opportunity and often... I've noticed a lot of people how busy they've swung back to and feeling overwhelmed and lack of focus. And they're just doing whatever kind of jumps up and grabs their attention first. This is a really great calibration now that we're kind of working our way out of the COVID lockdowns to kind of slow down a little bit and just go, hold on. What do I truly want? How do I want my life to look? I would assume that maybe... It may take a couple of more years, but life will return to pretty much 
normal. It will look like normal in inverted commas. And when it does, what's your new version of normal? Do you want to go back to 2019? Or have you learned something over 2020 and 2021 and you want to make those modifications? This is the time to start to put that contemplation into action. And as it comes out of retrograde, as Jupiter comes out of retrograde mid-September, then you'll find new opportunities and new desires because you're in alignment with what you want will start to present themselves. So today... I've gathered seven different things that we can use to support us. I've got some crystals, I've got some essential oils, I've also picked an animal guide, and I've also picked an angel, a bit of a rarer angel. And I was like, oh, which order shall I do them in? So I'm going to jump around like the random Gemini am, and I pop them just in alphabetical order. And so we're going to explore a whole range of different things that some will resonate with you, some will not. And the great thing is, you can pick or choose, and any of these will help you during Jupiter retrograde. The first one we're going to explore today, starting with the letter A, is good old amethyst. Now, I find Jupiter does work really well with the crown chakra, because of that expansive of spirituality. Again, for those in the Southern Hemisphere, being winter, it's a really great time to focus back on our crown chakra as well. And you'll find a lot of crown chakra kind of emphasis around this time. Now, remember, as I've been talking about the Southern Hemisphere, it doesn't matter Northern Hemisphere that you're in your summer and this is a time of action. You can still kind of refine your action during this time and make sure that what action you are taking as you are expansive is more deliberate and more decisive and more planned and take advantage of of that energy as well. So we can't, you know, shift what's happening with the seasons. We can only work with the energy. It's just like a double helpful in the Southern Hemisphere at the moment. So amethyst, for me, was the first crystal I bought. About 25 years ago now, I walked into a crystal shop and I bought myself an amethyst. And for many people, if it's not your first crystal, I believe that it's probably one of the first that you gather. It's almost when you buy your first amethyst, it's something in... You know, whether it be your soul or your subconscious or your intuition or your guardian angel whispering in your ear that says, there's more to life than this rat race than trying to run around and keep up with everyone else. I just want to stop and I want to pause and I just want to see what else there is in life. And amethyst helps us to do that. Amethyst, of course, being a violet crystal is really great for the crown chakra, for that spiritual growth. Now, why would such a calming crystal be good at stimulating an energy center such as the crown chakra? Well, how we stimulate the crown chakra, how we stimulate our spiritual connection, our spiritual discovery, our spiritual expansion, is not by doing more. It's by doing less. You don't see Buddhist monks or other you know, denominations that love meditation running around and trying to do as much as they can to be spiritually enlightened. They take time to stop, to just be, to see what realizations come. And by having amethyst around, it can really help you to do that. So amethyst can be worn during the day just to slow down your pace and to bring a bit more peacefulness. In our world, we live in a very yang world, a very kind of fiery Um, excited kind of world that's always pushing us towards more action and sometimes guilt is experienced 
when we take some time to nurture ourselves or do something for ourselves or to pause and rest. It was my birthday, the week just gone, and I took the whole day off. And it was interesting how there's always this temptation of, oh, I should maybe just check my emails just in case. And I probably work every day of the year, even on Christmas. And it was really interesting, the guilt that comes with having some time off. And Amethyst just allows us to slow down, have a bit of peace, to nurture ourselves in that way. Of course, you may be worried there can be some stress that is associated with Jupiter retrograde. For people like myself that rely on customers and, you know, I don't get a salary each week and there are other people, I'm sure, you know, that may be listening to this podcast that are in that same case and go, "Uh uh-oh, I'm about to, you know, lose income, lose clients for three months. What am I meant to do? That can cause some stress. But what happens is Amethyst brings in that sense of peace to go, it's going to be okay. Let's take advantage of this time. This is a time, for example, to start redoing your website, changing your marketing, getting plans in place, writing courses to launch in September, all these different types of things. And so you can explode back out. And I think in any business, if you can get to the point where you can have your income being over a year rather than month by month or week by week, that's going to put you in a really good stead because then you can actually work with these astrological energies because you will find Jupiter will be in retrograde for a few months each year. And maybe you can start to make that your planning time each year as well. So Amethyst will help you to deal with the stress. Amethyst is one of the few crystals that I recommend having in the bedroom. I know many people love to have crystals in their bedroom, but remember that they're energetic beings. They're conscious beings even. And some people have 300 crystals, you know, all throughout their bedroom. And I always like to say, that when you have a crystal in your bedroom, it is like having a puppy in your bedroom. Some of you are trying to sleep with 300 puppies in your bedroom and wondering why you're not getting good night's sleep. Especially around the full moon, remember that the, the energetic beings that are your crystals feel that energy of the full moon and they hype up. Clear quartz is an amplifier of the energies around. So you're trying to get some sleep and there's clear quartz sitting in the corner going, let's do some channeling. It gets all excited by the full moon energy. So I'm actually a fan of not having crystals in the bedroom. I say don't have any, but bring them in if you do need some kind of support. And amethyst is a really good one for just creating a calm, peaceful, blissful environment. So if you are a little bit stressed, if that's carrying through to your sleep, then definitely grab your amethyst and a small tumbled stone in the pillow slip or a small piece next to your bedside table can be really helpful as well. The other thing, there's a bit of a story about amethyst that I'll share with you. And it's associated with the god Dionysus, who by the Romans was known as Bacchus. Now he was one of the Olympians, one of the top gods. And he was a really interesting god. He was the god of wine and celebration and parties. Anyway, One day, he was having one of his wild gatherings, and the red wine was definitely flowing. And this beautiful young maiden by the name of Amethystus happened to pass by. Dionysus saw her and went, Oh, I want a piece of her. So he went up to her and had a bit of a chat and tried to whirl, but she wasn't interested at all. So Dionysus had a couple more glasses of red wine and tried again. She still was not interested. 
again, he tried, to the point where he got really quite overbearing, and Amethystus was starting to get worried. So she prayed to the other Olympian gods and said, please save me from the interests of Dionysus. And the only way they could work out how to save her was they turned her into stone. Now when Dionysus found the stone statue of Amethystus, he was that upset and had become so obsessed and drunkenly obsessed with her that he fell on the statue and cried and cried and cried. But because he had consumed so much red wine, he actually cried purple tears. And those purple tears stained that quartz stone, turning it purple. And that is said to be the creation of the stone of Amethyst. So Amethyst is actually translated to mean not drunken. And it is actually used by some alcoholic anonymous groups as a support crystal to help them to come clean and stop drinking alcohol. In the past, there are even people that would wear amethyst rings or drink out of amethyst goblets to stop becoming too intoxicated when they were having a night of drinking. Now, all of us may not have a challenge with an addiction to alcohol or maybe something else, an illicit drug or anything like that, but we do tend to get addicted to other things. I, at the moment, am guilty of getting on Instagram and watching reels, which are these little 15 to 20 second videos and just scrolling through them. And some, there's been a couple of evenings this week where I've caught myself going, I've been doing that for 40 minutes. I was meant to have an early night and I've just added an hour of sitting on a screen just before I go to bed, which is very much against everything I teach as well. And I've, it's just it just pulls you in. And so this is a really great time as we slow down We can kind of clean up our act. We can clean up our house and get things organized, but we can get rid of our silly addictions. Our addiction to eating something or drinking something that's not good for us, doing, you know, social media time that's not beneficial for us, any of these types of things, Amethyst will actually offer you in support as well. So I want you to kind of think that this is a time when we go into our cave and we prepare. We prepare when we're going to get out there more, we're going to be more social, we're going to have more clients, all those different types of things. It could be a great time if you've been thinking about starting a fitness class or joining a gym. This could be a really great time to work on that because you may find you've got a, a bit more spare time. Your Friday nights, your Saturday nights, some of your days may be a little bit freer. So let's use that positively. And if you find that oh, when you've got nothing to do, you fall into bad habits like scrolling on social media, just looking for a dopamine hit because you're bored, then amethyst can actually work really well as an amulet to guard against that. The next gift of nature that we're going to explore to help us with Jupiter retrograde is we're going to explore the wisdom of one of my favorite animals, the bear. Now, on the the Native American medicine wheel of life, the bear is placed on the west side of the wheel. And this is, you know, just like the sun sets in the west, this is when as the weather cools or as opportunities cool, we prepare ourselves for that winter slumber. And so bear really comes in. Bear is one of the mightiest, one of the most powerful animals in the world, but still takes that time to hibernate every year. And so bear I actually use as one of my guides, not just to help me hibernate and rest in winter, but to remind me, and bear will often come up in my life, at any time when there is a need for me to get that balance, that yin of rest and that yang of action back in harmony. Because again, I'm sure like myself, 
many other people have this challenge where they go, 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 and don't have time to rest and replenish. And Bear teaches us that our power comes through rest and hibernation and, I guess, rebuilding up our energy stores and coming back into the world ready to roar again, type of thing. Bear also kind of teaches us that the answers we need, we already have. And during this time of slowing down a little bit, if you're able to turn inwards, that introspection will show you the answers that you're actually looking for, whether it be from your subconscious or your intuition or however that may be. So this is going to be a really powerful time. Now, Bear is also associated with Artemis, who is another Greek goddess. Um, And she was the goddess of many different things, but one of them was childbirth. And she was a protectress of young girls um, all the way up to the age of marriage, um, just as Apollo, her brother, was of boys. And so both Bear and um, Artemis, first of all, are very protecting of us. And so they protect our, not just our physical well-being, but our overall well-being. But Bear, um, Artemis being of childbirth, this is about birthing new ideas. So this is a great time to start gestating new ideas. I probably wouldn't birth new projects exactly until uh, uh, Jupiter goes into um, direct motion again on the 14th of September. So that's kind of been my plan. If you follow me on social media, I've just launched a whole bunch of courses that are running now. And then basically until September, I'm going to lay low. And around the 9th of September, I've got some Oracle cards coming out. I've got some new releases. Um, I'll be offering some new opportunities then. So this will be my time to kind of slow down and get everything nice and sorted as well. So Bear's going to teach you how to do that. So take some time to slow down and enter that cave. That's what Bear's going to teach you. And so what I do for working with Bear is I really just sit quietly. And you may want to pick an essential oil or a crystal. Patchouli works really well with bear as a snowflake obsidian with bear. And just relax, close your eyes, smell that patchouli, hold that snowflake obsidian and visualize a bear in front of you. And if the bear could speak to you, what would the bear say? Now, when I do, I've done this with many different animals and my experiences have been as diverse as the animals themselves. And what I find with bear is bear often we just say, there's nothing to say, just come and lay down. And the bear that I that seems to come in my meditations is freaking massive, about eight times the size of me, and just says, lay, lay down next to me. I'm like, is there any wisdom you have for me, any guidance? Just lay down. And she doesn't want me to learn anymore. She doesn't want me to do anymore. She just wants me to stop and rest. And you can also call bear in as you know a protective animal because, hey, if you had a bear by your side, you'd be pretty safe as well. Um, but really helps you to slow down. So, you know, remember also the bear does create um, its cave and its hibernation point. So this could be a nice time to, you know, make your home a little bit snugly, a little bit more comforting. You may want to explore the um, Scandinavian term hoiga, which is spelled H-Y-G-G-E, hoiga. Um, I actually thought it was pronounced Higgy, but it's Hoiga. Um, and this is the idea of making a space cozy. And, you know, how do you make your place more cozy, more nourishing, um, 
more at home where you actually like to hibernate and spend time in it. So you may like to do that. Another thing I do when I'm working with animal guides is I will eat like them. So when we think about what is the diet of a bear, they eat fruit, they eat berries, and they eat salmon. So it's about cleaning up your diet when you're working with bear and giving yourself those really hearty, you know, we've got all those beautiful fruits and vegetables. We don't have to eat exactly what a bear, but I'd, I'd eat a lot of vegetarian stuff, a lot of fruit, a lot of berries, very cleansing, very nourishing, gives us all the vitamins and minerals we need, or many of them. And then you've got that salmon, which is really high in those good fats and all that type of thing as well. So I'll, I'll do that. And so you can switch around with how you're eating as well. So bring in that energy of bear, but how we're each going to do that, it's going to vary for each of us. And what I would recommend is go into that meditation, visualize Bear in front of you, and ask Bear, what advice do you have for me as we go into Jupiter retrograde? And this can be done easily when you can get a quiet five to ten minutes by yourself. It doesn't have to be a long, elaborate meditation. So you can work with Amethyst during Jupiter retrograde, or you can call in the energy of Bear. From bears now to angels, and we're going to explore one angel that many people probably have not heard of. And this angel is known as Iahel. So it's, the name is spelled I-A-H-H-E-L. Now Iahel's name means God is the highest being. Now he's the angel who awakens a thirst for knowledge. This angel actually allows you to rediscover long forgotten knowledge. Iahel accompanies philosophers, mystics, hermits, teachers, poets, and bards, um, and all those who must retreat from the world um, in a responsible way to, just, to basically discover the treasures that exist within. So basically, this angel is ideal to invoke before meditation, or especially when we start meditating more, um, as he helps you to kind of still that distracted and wandering mind. Basically, as the mind starts to learn to quiet, this angel will help to improve your clairvoyance and your ability to detect the more subtle energies around you. So ear hell facilitates inspiration and helps you birth clever ideas into the world. But how he helps you to do this is he allows you to separate yourself from the world, to step back. So instead of just sitting there kind of looking at your front door or looking out the front window going, is, am I going to get any clients? Is anyone going to come in? now you can actually work with the energy of ehal to step away from the world and go i'm consciously choosing to kind of go into a bit of a sabbatical at the moment you know perhaps you need to get away at the moment and be really helpful to get away from everyone else's opinions about something in your life or it just may be a time to collect your own thoughts and understand what fulfills you and know what is right for you rather than what is right for others and ehal really supports you in doing that um there may be something that needs to be processed at this time. Maybe there's a grief or a loss that you actually haven't allowed yourself to go through. Alternatively, you know, EHEL really helps with withdrawing for a time to illuminate some new inspiration within you, which we've been talking about. So EHEL encourages you to cut down on socializing and taking some quiet time, whether that be for meditation, whether it be reading, studying, whatever you're kind of called to do. If any hint of depression, anxiety, or illness has arisen, this is a sign that you're not heeding that message, that there is a need to kind of connect back in with your soul, what your true passions are, and what really ignite you. 
Know that stepping away and slowing down will bring greater understanding as we align with ear hell. Um, and what unique incense he can bring up and help to bring up in this world. Um, in this world that's, you know, we know this world is always trying to catch our attention and sway us off course. But when we're working with ear hell, he helps us come back the other way. This is the time when we can release FOMO, the fear of missing out, and embrace JOMO, the joy of missing out. So as you head off into the solitary retreat time of this Jupiter retrograde, you can use, um, I'll, I'll share with you in a second, an EHAL blend um, and spritz and anoint that over your energy points and around your space. And that will hinder those who want to distract you and create a space for um, you to work with this angel in whichever way you want. Um, you know um, when EHAL is kind of speaking to you, when your soul is hungering to know the answer within you and um, you know, you're kind of getting these cravings of, oh, I just need some time to sort that out. That's EL kind of prompting you. And he'll often use either lanterns or the hermit tarot card as a bit of a sign that he's around. So if either of those things start showing up, that's EL. So EL's blend that I like to blend together is a bit of clary sage, a bit of frankincense. So clary sage is very much about finding the answers within. It works really great with our higher chakras for helping us kind of tune and go, what do I need right now? And find your own answers rather than answer, getting someone else to answer those questions for you. Frankincense, which is very much a very expansive crown chakra spiritual oil and also very cleansing as well. Frankincense has this dual action of cleansing the space and blessing the space. You've got patchouli. And um, patchouli is a really great one for um, repelling distractions and also inviting what we do want. It's got a dual action. It's kind of in with the good and out with the bad. It's like the, um, the bouncer of your life, patchouli. And rosemary, we're going to dive into rosemary, but rosemary brings us a bit of guidance and works really well with the crown chakra and what we're meant to be doing as well. So diffuse or spritz that when you're working with EAHL. Crystals that work really well with EAHL is rainbow sheen obsidian. So this is a beautiful black obsidian that as you catch in the light, you'll see the different lines and colors in it. And Libyan desert glass, which is a tektite. A tektite, probably the most famous tektite you may have heard of is Moldavite. Uh, Moldavite is a green tektite. Tektites are formed when meteors crash into the earth every, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. And they form this kind of natural glass. Normally tektites are black. Some are a a dark brown, you know, like we've got the chocolate brown Darwinite, which is from Australia, and we've got the Thailandite, which is a beer bottle brown. You've got Moldavite, which is green, and then you've got Libyan desert glass. It obviously landed in the Libyan desert, and so it's a fusion of meteoric material and desert sand. So it's actually a yellow one, a yellow tektite. And this is a real, I love this. I, I actually sometimes love it more than Moldavite. It has this energy of the desert, this strength of the desert, tenacity and endurance of the desert. It helps with overcoming fears and it helps with um, finding our own passion and stopping procrastination, uh, whether it be through fear or through lack of clarity. So we can use that blend or one or both of those crystals to connect with EAHL. And how we work with angels is we work with them like they're a friend standing next to us. We basically talk. Ear hell, 
please help to create some time and space for me right now where I can dive into what I truly want to do. I really want to study and finish this online course that I enrolled in two years ago and haven't finished yet. And, you know, check that, you know, please create that space and that time for me. And EAHL will do that. Remember that angels are our friends. They support us. They don't do it for us. And they don't help unless we ask them. Now we can either speak out loud or in our minds. They're both forms of energy. And being energetic beings, the angels can hear that energy as well. Maybe I'll pop in a little plug while I can. And I will say that, remember, I do have my online academy, which has a range of different courses exploring crystals, angels, uh, essential oils. And I have the Nature's Healers course, which is a six-month really comprehensive course as well. And if you check out the links in the show description, you can enroll in any of those courses. And they're all self-paced, so you can do them at your own pace and at your own luxury, basically. So check them out and you may, you know, that could be something to do during Jupiter Retrograde with the help of Bear and EA Hell. So we've explored what Jupiter Retrograde is and we've explored three different gifts of nature or, or the universe in Amethyst, Bear and EA Hell that will help us during this time. We're going to take a short break and come back and explore four other gifts that you might want to align with as well. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. Back soon. Listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet, today we're exploring Jupiter Retrograde. On the day that this podcast is released, Jupiter goes into retrograde. It is taking away its expansive, abundant good luck and good fortune energy, leaving us on our own to maybe replan, reset up, readjust, realign, and change the direction when things are a little bit quieter and take advantage of this quiet time. So when he goes direct on the 14th of September, we can burst back out into the world with confidence, direction, and clarity. We've been exploring different things that we can align with, and I'm talking about a full range of things so you can kind of pick and choose what really resonates with you. And before the break, we explored good old Amethyst, as well as the guidance of Bear, and the angelic support of Ehahel. We're going to dive into now an essential oil, and that essential oil is Pettigrain. Now, Pettigrain is gifted to us by one of the most generous plants in the essential oil world. It's the bitter orange tree. Now, the bitter orange tree actually gifts us three different essential oils. From the fruit, of course, we get bitter orange essential oil, which if you're a doTERRA customer or member, they don't actually have bitter orange essential oil. Our wild orange comes from sweet orange, which is slightly different. So one day, maybe, we'll get to try bitter orange essential oil. But not only do we get essential oil from the fruit of this tree, but from the blossoms, we get neroli. Neroli is this beautiful floral with a hint of orange scent in it. So it's orange blossoms or known as neroli essential oil. And then from the leaves and twigs, we get pettigrain essential oil. Originally, pettigrain essential oil was actually distilled from the very unripe fruit. But obviously, when we're distilling unripe fruit, we don't get to get to the full fruit that can be eaten and the peels can be cold pressed to give us that essential oil. So they found that the essential oil is also just in the leaves and the twigs, and that is what's now steam distilled. So petit grain uh, actually does translate from petit grain, like little grain of fruit, um, but that has evolved over time. Now, there are, you can actually get petit grain essential oil from any citrus 
plant. So you can actually get mandarin pedigrain and bergamot uh, pedigrain and so on. But probably the most well-known one is the bitter orange pedigrain. And again, if you're a doTERRA customer or member, the pedigrain we have is from that bitter orange tree. So what is the energy of pedigrain? What does it teach us? Well, first of all, we can look at it physically and sometimes it's nicknamed as lavender for men. So lavender we know to be very relaxing, very calming, slows us down, almost like amethyst that we are talking about before. So diffusing pedigrain is great in the bedroom at night, but great during the day for just creating that calm, more stillness in our activity as well. If we look at it from a deeper metaphysical point of view, you know, pedigrain maintains a strong connection to all the other citrus oils. And we often associate the citrus oils with being to do with abundance, vitality, transformation and success, which is very kind of Jupiter in its energy as well. But just think about this for a second. For a tree to bear fruit, it must first grow a branch and some leaves. And thus, for us to have sustainable achievement, you need a solid foundation. And that is where Pettigrain offers this ground support. So if you often find that you have trouble bringing your abundance into fruition, or that your plans fall through due to lack of planning, um, you tend to rush things, then you really want to start working with Pettigrain more. Pettigrain really ensures that you do things with due diligence, that you research and you prepare yourselves, and Jupiter Retrograde is that time to do it. So this is a perfect different um, oil to really bring into your life at that time. You know, Pettigrain is really great for, um, it's a really great ally for if you're working in industries that place you with other people, um, you know, especially if you do coaching or mentoring or intuitive or psychic readings, um, any high stress kind of positions, practice law or teach, anything where you're engaging with many people, uh, it allows you to really kind of dive in deep with them and help them through different challenges as well, and also really get to the essence of the situation. Um, Pettigrain, while calming and soothing, also helps you with resilience. So as the challenges of dealing with other people or the challenges of Jupiter retrograde and having that lack of abundance coming in or those lack of clients, it can really help you to get through this time in a more peaceful way as well. So it's really quite supportive in this way and deal with the stresses that may arise. Now, when you are seeking answers, researching or learning, which we're kind of talking about with the Jupiter retrograde, this is where Pettigrain also helps. It helps you sniff out kind of clues and information that are yet to be revealed. Really, really great in that way. Pettigrain should kind of, you know, lift the mood and the emotions and the spirit, bringing an optimistic attitude. So that's where, when we talk about these retrogrades, and lots of people are like, oh, no, it's a retrograde, it's a bad thing. No, let's look at the silver lining. What is the opportunity here? And Pettigrain will really help you to do that. Pettigrain really helps you step into creation mode and find solutions with less struggle. Uh, when you're feeling totally stressed and wrung out, when your life and your heart are at odds and you're not sure if you're living a passion and truth or not, then this is a time to really sit with Pettigrain, inhale it, and bring yourself back to what's in alignment with you, what feels easier, and what really brings you joy. So this is really an oil of getting strong foundations, planning and aligning. So it works so wonderfully with this Jupiter retrograde energy. So my favorite way to use Pettigrain is honestly just in the diffuser. And you can I pop it in the diffuser by itself and I'll diffuse it during the day 
and at night. And if you want to kind of have an added bonus at night, mix it with either a carry oil, like I really like fractionated coconut oil, or a body lotion. I actually really love doTERRA has a rose hand lotion and all the um, funds from that when you purchase that go to their Healing Hands charitable arm, which help underprivileged people and different charities all around the world. And we're getting that beautiful rose essential oil in there. So I use a squirt of the rose oil and about three drops of pettigrain and I will massage that into my feet some nights as well. I, I rotate the oil, but pettigrain might be a really good one if you decide that you want to align with it, that right now. So another beautiful energetic support to help us when Jupiter is in retrograde is pettigrain. As I said at the top of this episode, I'm just going to jump in alphabetical order from the seven things that I had chosen to help us through Jupiter retrograde. And it just so happens that we've got another essential oil. We're up to the letter R and we're going to look at rosemary. Now, rosemary, of course, is this hardy evergreen shrub that has these beautiful purple flowers. And any plant that has purple flowers has a connection to the planet of Jupiter. So rosemary, in fact, is considered to be one of the closest plants related to the energy of Jupiter. Now, the name rosemary actually translates from Latin to mean uh, Jew, of, uh, Jew of the sea. And that's because naturally rosemary grows along the coastlines of the Mediterranean. Um, and the plant has obviously been used in a myriad of ways for the last two and a half thousand years um, for cooking and you know therapeutic benefits as well and when we steam distill those leaves we get this beautiful essential oil which has some really great benefits and i often remind people that rosemary is for everything for their head so it's really good for memory it's really good to add a drop of rosemary to your shampoo and that really helps with hair health as well but how can we use rosemary in context of basically that this jupiter retrograde in that type of way well First of all, rosemary really, really brings in that energy of Zeus or of Jupiter, as we're talking about. And of course, I'm encouraging you to do less. Don't you know? launch anything. This is, can be a, a less fortunate, less lucky time than that. But sometimes we need to. And so this is where rosemary would be a really great one to help bring in a bit of Jupiterian support when that Jupiterian support is not around from the actual planet. So Ju rosemary is associated with dispelling inhibitions and helping you to take, you know, big grandiose action. Um, when you're taking a risk in life or in love, that's when we definitely want Jupiter around as well. Um, and so if there is a time when you need to do something, step, you know, you've already got something planned, then I'd bring rosemary into your life in one way or another. Whether you pop it into your shampoo, whether you diffuse it, whether you're popping it in a veggie cap or flavoring your food with it, as long as you get it in you, on you, around you, rosemary essential oil is going to help in that way. Now, the other really interesting thing is that rosemary is a fantastic cleansing and clearing space oil. So it wards off negativity of people, of your own thoughts, of words and deeds. Um, and there's a sweet saying um, that is common to many of us that says that um, every good witch has rosemary at her front door. So what you can do is you can actually use rosemary essential oil and pop a few drops either in your letterbox or on um, your doormat. And this can be very protective of the energy that comes in, warding off anything that's destructive or untoward that you wouldn't want to you know, upset you along your path and upset the peace of what we're trying to create right now. 
When we think of rosemary, we often think of it being used to help focus the mind. It's really good for study. So we've been talking a bit about study and rosemary, especially when mixed with the citrus oil, maybe wild orange or bergamot, is a really great study blend. And there's a little trick that I teach with rosemary and its corresponding crystal fluorite, which I was talking about in my latest newsletter, if you got that last week. If you don't get my newsletter, jump on to adambarillet.com. You'll see a picture of me sitting on a rock. Under that, just type in your name and your email. And each week I send out an email exploring one crystal, one oil, and a summary of what's happening in the skies that week and how to prepare for that as well. So in my newsletter last week, we were looking at rainbow fluorite, and this works really well with rosemary. They're both associated with remembrance and memory. So if you are studying anything, or if you've got children that are studying for exams, you basically have the crystal right nearby you on the desk or wherever you're studying, and you diffuse rosemary essential oil so you can smell that scent. As soon as you finish studying, the crystal goes away and you turn off that scent. Then when you need to recall that information for a test or an exam or a presentation, you then bring back that aroma of rosemary. You may just have a little bit on your wrist or on a scarf or something. Um, you wear or carry that crystal and it helps to bring back those memories, that re recollection. So it can be really powerful in that way. So rosemary is used in that way as a memory jogger and to help us to learn. It's often, I know some funerals that I've been to, there'll be little sprigs of memory and we'll sometimes put it on the coffin or do something with the rosemary for remembrance. But what I really love about rosemary as well is it really helps. It's a crown chakra essential oil and it helps remind you why you chose to incarnate in this life. So being this crown chakra oil, she's really great, especially when your crown chakra is overactive and this is when people are trying to escape from physical reality by chasing spiritual pursuits. Some people are so obsessed with the angels and the fairies and what they're saying that they forget to pay the bills and that we're here on a physical realm having a physical experience and that we came here with a purpose, that each soul incarnated for a reason to you know, enjoy the joys of this generous, generous sorry, and succulent present. And so... If you are finding yourself that you're kind of getting into avoidance of doing things or escapism, this can be changed by working on a deep level of rosemary and remembering what your soul's contract in this lifetime is and return back into alignment with your life path. As an enhancer of memory, rosemary accesses the wisdom of like Akashic records and past lives and future lives and all that different aspect as well. So if you're like, okay, I'm slowing down, I'm realigning with my purpose, what the hell's my purpose? Then this is where rosemary can be a really great one to incorporate into your daily life. And you can use it during meditation or contemplation, but just by, again, having it around. And you could even make a blend, maybe with a bit of pedigree and rosemary. And these would work really, really well to help you to jog your memory and bring you back to where you need to be. The other crystal that I wanted to share with you for Jupiter Retrograde, we started with amethyst at the top of this show, but if you're looking for something a bit more high vibration, a bit more rare and exquisite, amethyst is absolutely great. Definitely everyone would be fine working with amethyst during this time. But I want to introduce you to another violet crystal that you may or may not have heard of. It's known as Sugilite, S-U-G-I-L-I-T-E. Now Sugilite is a beautiful violet crystal. It's only found in a few places around the world, in Canada, in South Africa, and very, very, it's getting harder and harder to find. 
Now, the true, really beautiful pieces of sugi lime, they're actually a beautiful um, violet color. Now, you sometimes will find um, pieces of black in, in it, um, which other crystals growing within it, or blue, which is blue richterite, which is really great for helping us to you know, work with that third eye chakra energy, and even bustamite, which is I often call the blockage buster. It helps us get through any blockages in our life. One other thing I should point out about Sugilite before we talk about its energy is sometimes it will be spelt as S-U-G-A-L-I-T-E and people call it Sugilite. It was actually discovered by a Japanese petrologist and his name was Ken Sugi. And so this is, you know, if I had a crystal named after me, I'd want people to pronounce it correctly. So Sugi, like geese, Sugilite, not sugar light or anything like that. So the first thing, this is obviously being a violet crystal, it's going to be really great for the crown chakra. Um, you know, when our crown chakra is out, we can actually have problems with coordination, poor balance, and be a bit clumsy as well. And so wearing or having sugi light around can actually help with that. But it can also, you know, if we find ourselves not taking time or sabotaging our time to explore spiritual pursuits or align with our spiritual purpose and get clear on that, as we've been talking about throughout this episode, then Sugilite really helps to bring in that vibration and allow you to do that in different ways as well. We've been talking about one of the biggest things that we'll notice during a Jupiter retrograde is a lack of clients, a lack of um, interest in what you're doing, lack of invites and so on. And so what can be symptomatic of that is that we start to feel a little bit unloved. Oh, where has everyone gone? Why am I not getting phone calls? Have I done something wrong? And, and, and now that we have this knowledge, hopefully after listening to this episode, you know why that's happening, because everyone's going into their own individual cave. It's not about you, it's about them. But Sugilite has been touted as the love stone of the new age. So throw aside your rose quartz, our good old crystal of love, and whereas rose quartz is to do with that rom- romance and that kind of Venus and Aphrodite kind of love, Sugilite is for a greater love. It's for universal love. And this is a reminder that the universe loves you and is giving you everything you need for your optimum growth and evolution. And often we can have a narrow-minded view of what love is and what love should look like. So Sugilite, for example, can bring up opportunities and learnings when we're like, oh, you know, why is my partner spending so much time studying or at work or doing something and ignoring me? No one loves me. I'm not getting the love I need. But we can work with Sugilite to go, well, hold on. You're upset about your husband not coming home too late and feeling unloved that way. But your sister keeps calling you a bit more because her husband's not coming home or something like that, or she's single or who knows, whatever. She's giving you the attention you want. And, oh, but I'm not getting affection. Oh, but the cat's all over me. Well, there's the affection there. The universe provides you what you need, just not maybe in the form that you're expecting it. It allows you to let go of expectations on how love should look and realize that love is there, just maybe not in the form that you're used to. So this is a really beautiful crystal to work with. I absolutely adore it, and it's a crystal, you know, in preparation for Jupiter going to retrograde, I get a few crystals out, and Sugilite was my first crystal to get out. It really brings in that energy of, I am loved, and I am supported, and this is happening for the greater good. 
it's not because I'm not good enough, that I'm not attractive enough to attract clienteles or, or people to contact me for my business outlets and that type of thing. So it's really quite nourishing in that way. Plus it works with that crown chakra and really get, helps you to see that bigger picture. I actually find when I meditate with Sugi Light, I'll sit outside um, and I often find that I kind of start to rotate in these little circles and it's kind of clockwise circles from my crown chakra. And it feels almost like I'm dancing with some current within the universe. And it's about connecting back with that universal energy and really finding that magic again. So this is a beautiful crystal to carry or wear during Jupiter retrograde, whenever you're wanting to connect with your crown chakra, with what your purpose is. And if you're just feeling a bit unloved to help you see the love in the world. As I mentioned before, it's mainly a violet crystal. You're looking for something vibrant and violet, but because it is only found in those few locations around the world, um, it can be a little bit hard to find a good piece. It can be a little bit pricey. Go with what's e either in your collection already or keep an eye out and the right piece will come to you as it should. But put that intention out there and you can always work with Amethyst in the meantime. Okay. Six out of seven done. I said I'd share seven gifts to help us and support us during Jupiter Retrograde. What is our final thing? Drum roll. I can't do a drum roll sound. Um, it's vetiver essential oil. Vetiver essential oil is gifted to us from the roots of a grass plant. We get it from Haiti. That's one of the poorest nations, or it is the poorest nation in the Western Hemisphere. And this allows doTERRA to do some amazing charity work. And there's a beautiful video that I'll actually share in the notes of this, where we get vetiver from. The people had to walk for hours just to go get water to drink. And there'd been lots of companies that had sourced vetiver from this area for decades, but just went in there, got the vetiver and buggered off, didn't pay them well, you know, and doTERRA goes in, changed the way that they pay them so that they did have the money they needed and brought fresh water to the village and the area as well. So that's what I love about working with Vetiver is that we're helping people in one of the poorest nations in the world. Imagine having to walk for hours each day just to get some clean water to cook with or to drink or whatever. It sh shouldn't be needed type of thing. So great that we have that. But Vetiver again, is another relaxing oil. It's sometimes nicknamed as the horse tranquilizer of the aromatherapy world. So lavender and pettigrain will definitely help create a more peaceful environment, help you get a good night's sleep. But if you really need to be kind of knocked out, if it's been a really stressful time, if I find that I've had a lot of my mind or if I work late and then go straight to bed, that's where vetiver comes out. It is a thick oil. I often joke, it takes a while to cut, fall out of the bottle. So if you're trying to put it in a diffuser, you're half asleep by the time you've got enough out. But it can be really nice rubbed on the soles of your feet as well. I actually do find vetiver helps me to dream more. So I quite like it for that reason as well. Vetiver, the energy or the gift that it brings to our lives overall. And it can be used during the day to help focus the mind as well. Really good for those that get easily distracted is it brings stillness, stillness and focus. And this can be really powerful because as we've mentioned already in this episode, as opportunities slow down, invites slow down and so on, how are we going to fill that spare time? Are we going to film it with some, fill it, sorry, with something productive and beneficial that will support our growth? and plan and get organized? 
or we're going to basically waste it away scrolling or getting into some other negative behavior or habit. So vetiver really helps us keep focus on that. But vetiver really ties in this essence of what we've been talking about with amethyst, with bear, with EAL, and many of the other things that we've explored in this episode. It encourages you to slow down and get to the heart of issues. How do you feel about being still? How do you feel about doing nothing? When I think of vetiver, I always think of a friend when I lived in Melbourne who'd had a bit of a a rough childhood and, you know, could not be alone and could definitely not be alone in silence. Whenever he was at home, whether it be 6am in the morning or 10pm at night, there was dance music kind of playing, loud kind of up-tempo music, kind of doom, doom, doom. Um, I would have hated to be one of his neighbours. Um, and he would ring me on a Saturday and he'd say, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just tidying my house, you know, some odd chores. He's like, do you want to come grocery shopping with me? I'm like, why? He, just, he didn't want to do anything alone. He needed to fill his mind. Because I guess he was not ready to tackle the issues from his childhood. And so he had to keep distracting himself. And so many of us have got things that we don't want to look at. And so we distract ourselves and we keep ourselves busy with that. Whether it be grief, whether it be hurt, any kind of pain and vetiver helps us to feel comforted, supported, grounded, and at home and safe and ready to look at those issues. Now, not only does vetiver help us to deal with issues, but it just allows us to slow down and to contemplate what do we want. And we looked at this at the top of the show, but this is what the Jupiter retrograde is all about. It's about realigning, preparing, getting some clarity and getting ready to relaunch from September 14 onwards. And this is going to be an amazing essential oil to do that. Vetiver, as I've already mentioned, is great on the soles of the feet when you go to bed at night. It's great in the diffuser at night or during the day. During the day, you might want to blend it with something such as a wild orange and at night with something like a bergamot. Or I just love the earthy smell of it itself. You see, in some of my work, I have discovered as working with the essential oils and introducing them to people that if people hate an essential oil, it often suggests that they have a mental or emotional challenge around what that oil supports with. And vetiver is associated with stillness. And those that hate the smell of vetiver go, yuck, smells like dirt. And those that really like it, that are craving that stillness more, are like, mmm, it smells like the moist, fertile earth. So I'd really be interested if you haven't experienced vetiver, especially doTERRA's vetiver, to have a re- get your hands on some. If you need to help with that, reach out to me. Get your hands on some and smell it and see how you feel. And that will tell you how you feel about stillness, whether you're comfortable with finding that peace. That's, that, that stillness and that peace is part of you know, that yin energy. I remember the first time I did yin yoga and I went along and I'd done yoga for many years and there we are and we're just doing the same thing for like three minutes and then we change and we just do the same other thing, the same hold the same pose for three minutes like why is this going so slow and I guess that first experience I didn't clearly understand that yin yoga is about that regeneration and that restoration and really getting into a move and allowing the body to relax into that move and stretching different muscles of the body and it was I love it now 
I go to a class every Sunday to help just regenerate both my body and my mind. And this is very much helping you to get back to that yin energy of that stillness as well. So Vedva is my seventh and final pick for working with this Jupiter retrograde energy. So I've given you two crystals, three oils, an angel and an animal. Now you may want to work with all seven of these and try and be a grade A student, or there may be just one like, oh, what you Adam said about pedigree really resonated with me, or oh, ear hell. You know, I like the angels, I might do a bit more research and try and connect with the ear hell and find out what comes up in that way as well. Pick and choose whatever has really resonated with you as I've talked and explored about Jupiter retrograde. In summary, in summary Jupiter retrograde is a time when invites, opportunities, clients, and so on will reduce, creating new space for you to realign, tidy up, get clear on what you want, and prepare for a relaunch in September. Work with these gifts of nature. Remember that Mother Gaia is here to support you in your growth, your evolution, and your expansion. But in order to expand, sometimes we must pause and take a deep breath and just realign our body, our mind, and our spirit. And these beautiful gifts are here to do this. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the shift that Jupiter Retrograde brings. We can either push against it, or we can work with it. And when we're looking at the biggest planet that stops us being sucked into the sun, I'd probably work with Jupiter, then work against it. Have a great week. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.